Yo, yo, what's up guys? You're back again at Talking Elephants Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the elephants in the room, about our faith and church culture. My name is Juds. What up, KP? What up, man? <laughs> what up, what up? What are, oh, what are you are you at peace? Are you are you peaceful right now? You asking me if I have peace? Um sure. Man, we just getting right into it. I was gonna be like, how's your day? <laughs> well sure, how's your day? How's your day, KP? <laughs> <laughs> it's been how's not, your walk? It's not <laughs> just how's, oh no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never ask you that. Mm-hmm. No, but like, no, yeah, it's it, it's been like it's been up and down, man. This yeah. year has been a roller coaster so far, but it's been great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it has been. Um. A lot of really great. It's just like, like I'm in transition. So a lot of times when you're in transition, like things are just get they just get rocky in between. Yeah, get, that's a really great way. Of, yeah, that's a great way for me yeah. like explain it. Without going into too much detail yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always liked this little parable that that uh, I first learned through a movie called Evan Almighty. Oh, <laughs> actually, was it Evan Almighty or Bruce Almighty? It was I, Evan. I don't remember. I which. know which one you're talking about. But it's it's when Morgan Freeman is like when people pray for something. Like patience. He's talking to um, Evan's think, wife. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Um, just do you think with... God just gives them patience, or does He give them experiences, or does He put them in scenarios where they are given the opportunity to be patient? Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it to me it works the same way with like peace. You know, like when you have peace. Do you have peace because everything is externally is going fine? Or do you have peace even when things are kind of rocky and murky? Know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Like, like for me currently, like, I think that that's what I'm going through. Is the peace in the storm kind of thing. Yeah, and trying to have that peace. Yeah, amidst the storm. Yeah. Amidst the storm, and it's it's the whole idea of just like, at least for me, it's a it's just a lot of listening. It's a lot of like being prayerful, and mm-hmm. kind of trying to figure out what God's trying to say in the midst of the storm. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, like I think it's not so much. Well, I mean, it's it's peace, but like it's the idea of just like. It's it's just it's it's the idea of moving forward for me. Mm. So it's not just it's it's not trying to find like you know like like peace in in the sense that like I want things to stop, but peace in terms of just like kind of like looking for answers. Mm-hmm. It it kind of like as you were explaining that, it kind of came to my attention that a lot of Christians talk about having peace. Like peace is this very common subject in the church that's being taught in the church. And I'm only beginning to realize even now, like, what is that supposed to look like? Mm -hmm. Really? You know, what is, what is, what is a Christian at peace supposed to look like? Are we supposed to look like someone just 
super serene, you know, like flock of chirping birds flying by whenever we walk in the room or something, like harp music playing in the background type of thing. <laughs> I thought you were describing a John Woo film. I was like, birds in the background? <laughs> no. Like, you that, know those John Woo like, films where just like the, 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 yeah. like the antagonist is walking and a bunch of pigeons just like separate and then <laughs> yeah, all the a, guns get pulled? Song. Like, yeah, that is not peaceful. an exact song. <laughs> well what 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 is a what is a christian supposed to look like in that sense you know no what's the song hold on we, what's the song don't change in... i don't I, I don't know what the song is i i can't i can't even hum like the exact melody to it but i know there's this always one song where like it's always it's supposed to it's supposed to emulate peace like a peaceful scene well i mean it, it it the the idea of finding like anything within the Christian faith is always like there's a con there's um there's a, there's always a contradictory point to learn when you're trying to learn a Christian when you're trying to go through like kind of a like a Christian motif so uh-huh. so if you're trying to learn if you're trying to learn peace then there has to be turmoil mm-hmm. if you're trying to learn faith it means that you're you're um you're being conflicted with what would be the opposite of faith doubt yeah there was another say that yeah one would say that doubt is the absence of faith i've heard that argument doubt is the absence yeah but like you're you're always you're always dealing with um the contradictory point um so like that whole evan almighty thing is a very it's a very grand depiction of of a um of what a christian here's the term of what a christian walk is supposed to be Mm -hmm. because um practicing that piece yeah it's it's um it's the idea of you're always you're 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 always you're always in the um, you're always in the battle of, of of two mindsets um, and I, I think that, yeah, as Christians, we, we tend to forget that. I think as people, we tend to forget that just as people, we tend to forget like, like if we're pursuing something, something else, um, something else is, like combats as the contradiction that keeps us away. So like I said, with peace. So for me, it's just like, yeah, like I'm actually experiencing peace, but in order to experience peace, I have to. I have to be going through turmoil. Otherwise, how would I know that I'm in a moment of peace? If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You have um, to know the opposite. You have to know the opposite mm-hmm. in in order to appreciate uh in order to appreciate the lesson. Mm-hmm. So, like so when I say it's just like, yeah, like I've been experiencing peace lately, it's because I've been experiencing a lot of a lot of turmoil and confusion and what's God doing? And in those moments, God shows me, and those are those that those are those moments of peace that it's like, okay, I can keep moving forward. The whole verse in the Bible, the um, the um, um, the um, like your burdens that you lay down, you give it to God, and the peace of passages. How does that verse go? Yeah. Um, do not um, be anxious for anything. Yeah, don't be anxious for, for anything. But yeah. with yeah, with everything, with, with everything, prayer and petition, prayer, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Let your request be made known, mm-hmm. and the peace that passes understanding, 
We'll guard your heart and all understanding. We'll guard yeah. your heart and minds. Yeah, in Christ Jesus. Philippians yeah. four six. I I always yeah. like and like people always. I, I feel like people always skip the good part because it was just like and you know and then the peace that passes all understanding. I think the good part is the peace that passes understanding. Yeah. Like the uh, the passing yeah. understanding for me is the good part. Like for me, yeah. because. Yeah don't know like like i've had those moments where just like i'm at peace and i have no reason to be peaceful mm -hmm. like i'm going through a moment and a, and a time of peace when everything around me like even now and it's so funny like not funny it's it's so weird to say this mm -hmm. um especially since the times we've gone like we've gone through 2000 2000 to 2000 no, 2020 to 2022, we've been going through pandemic. And then, like, right when everything ends pandemic, now we're going through war. Potentially, yep. Potential we'll war. Potential war. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, what is what is going on? There's, like, no reason for us to find peace in all of this. So if you feel peace right now, it is, it is boggling. Um, it kind of... And even as you're mentioning that, as you're yeah. bringing up like what's going on in the world, like I, I, I start to think of like people of the faith in these war-torn countries, mm -hmm. you know, and how like it almost seems impossible to to sign up to find someone be at peace when buildings are blowing up and people are, you know, like sad to say dying. Mm -hmm. But it's sad to say, but you know he, that that is something that is taught in the bible you know like that peace that surpasses all wisdom and understanding and it's to me like it's it's this very mystical thing you know mm -hmm. we sing it in songs a lot and it we teach it day in and day out and i actually come from a church where that verse you said like that peace was always the emphasis you know mm -hmm. that uh, they always preached about having that type of peace but now i'm beginning to wonder in a practical sense what is that supposed to look like like having... i guess like more so i guess like more so in our sense like us being you know like modern day adolescent christians traversing this controversial wor world to say the least mm -hmm. um i think of like the idea of like when when we go back to that first a piece that passes under all understanding that guard our heart and our mind it's it, it's it's the it's the walk well not the walk in terms of like christian walk but it's just like the um it's the journey that creates like that that creates the lesson or creates the answer mm -hmm. i've been getting that a lot lately like on a personal level like um like just convictions from God in terms of just like, well, I don't know like what's going on in my life and what my future holds. And no more and more I get like all these, you know, like hints of great things are going to be happening. And I am excited for like what the future holds uh, my, my journey back to, I mean, we'll be talking about it soon anyway, but my journey back into school, my uh, journey into um, going in and getting my master's at a seminary. Um, and um just everything that the future will hold to me um then but for now like it's it's just it's starting the journey uh, when i think about like the idea of peace then it's just like 
it's it's idea of um uh helping me get to that point um uh, what guys have been putting in my heart lately in terms of just like how to get through just the day to day until all these things like come like you know come into play like me getting my masters one day and all that other stuff yeah. and me like solidifying more stuff within my career a lot of a lot of what he's been giving me was just like the idea of showing up just just show up yeah. like i'll do the rest like you don't have to like you don't have to convey all the rest it's like all i need you to do is show up and yeah. a lot of what i've been going through lately has been just getting convicted enough to actually do it to actually show up to actually not be forgive my french but not be a lazy ass and show up and do it yeah. and perform and get there um and yeah like in 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 order for me to do so it's that's the idea it's like let your request be made known i've been made my request made known so now god's trying to give you the peace it's like now i'm giving you the peace to move forward now show up yeah. and and i think that that's i think that that's a lesson i mean i don't i don't necessarily mean for this podcast to be kind of a preaching but basically that's that's what it is like if you're looking for something a lot of it has to do with showing up is is make your request known talk to god about it but after that show up and be ready and be ready for changes be ready for things to things to show up when you do mm-hmm. and i've learned that a lot it's just as i've shown up as i've put myself as i put myself out there and i've gone to certain you know so places called to certain places called to certain people that's when God would show up. That's when God would have the answer. When I'd show up to hear the lesson. Yeah. Mm, that can I, preach. Yeah. I was uh I was actually reading this book um early this morning about stoicism. I'm actually reading the book about uh well it's it's taken from Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. In okay. fact, I think that's what it's called. Uh and uh one of the things that stood out for me was when he says make your way from one one day to another you know just that's all that's all it is you just got to take it day by day and then at the end of the the quote he actually also says always remembering god pretty cool wow so that's pretty much it just make one make it one day to the next day always remembering god and uh, I don't know. That spoke volumes to me. That Bible says something very similar. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has so yeah. much worry on its own. <laughs> yeah. Take it day by day. Take it day by day. Yeah. That being said, though, I sometimes don't look like the most peaceful person you ever see. <laughs> yeah. I think we have like this, this, um, this idea of what peace is supposed to look like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like birds chirping, sun rays illuminating, you know, tranquil harp music in the background type of thing. <laughs> See, we all have a different version. Like for me, peace. Mm. Give me some. Give me some rainy day Japanese vibe lo-fi. That's peace for me. But that's peace. But it's weird because peace is in a storm to me. Peace is yeah. like just like drizzling rain. Maybe maybe every now and then a little light thunder strike in the distance, and that feels like yeah. peace to me. But other people will be like, "But it's storming. You're gonna get wet." I'm like, "I'm indoors. I'm indoors studying with my 
my Beats headset, looking like that, like that lo-fi, that lo-fi girl with red, with the green sweater. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important worth mentioning this. Yeah, like how 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 peace is supposed to be exercised, especially for Christians, because I feel like. Some churches, if not many churches, mm-hmm. demonize um, worrying, to say, to, for the lack of the better word. And in that sense, in that sense, I feel like if I'm not peaceful enough, if I'm not like portraying this, you know, like this image of peace, then there must be something wrong. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I I get what you mean. Like the idea of that if you're worried and you're not like Um there it it's like that it's that contradictory thing. When God says don't worry, he's only telling it because you are. <laughs> I've never actually heard it that way. Well, but it's true, right? Like if God says don't worry, it means that you're worried. When God said, yeah. "Yeah," when God says, "Be," God said to 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 um to Joshua, "Be strong and courageous." He knows he's afraid. It's because he's not. Yeah, it's because yeah. he's being weak. He's being like he's being weak and like a pansy ass. That's like that's why he's telling him, "Be strong and courageous," because there is the contrast. God's yeah. not telling you to do something because you're already doing it. I've actually never heard it said that way. Mm. And I think you're one of the few who will actually even mention that. And I think it's important that we start mentioning or at least emphasizing that human aspect that is inherent in the Bible, especially in the stories. Mm -hmm. The story about human beings conversing with God. I'm going to be funny, but you know why... Pastor keeps sure. emphasizing that sex is good, but in the bonds of marriage, <laughs> uh, why? Jeez, because I why? <laughs> because because he knows people that have the sex outside of marriage. That's not. Yeah. I mean, like, like is 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 that not is is that not the whole idea of the Christian journey? Is the fact that like yeah, we have all these we have all these promises within the Bible, but the promises are. The promise are stated within the Bible because because God knows that we're contradicting the promises that He has in store for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when He says, "Be anxious for nothing," that means we're anxious for everything in our life, yeah. and He knows that. That's why He has. That's why in the Word He has to say, "Be anxious for nothing." In the knowledge of knowing, but you're, but you are being anxious, but you are worrying. I'm telling you, you don't have to, even though you are. And that's the journey. The journey is not like the journey, like it's not a flip switch moment. It It is a daily, like you said, take each day. It's a daily remembrance and growth and, 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 and habits and, 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 and exercise of getting to the point where you stop worrying. I'm not there. This is convicting me, by, by the way, like this whole teaching it's actually convicting me because this is what I'm going through. Um, it it is it is an unlikelihood. It can happen. Of course, it can happen. That's why it's in the word. But 
it's an unlikelihood that that when you hear the word you will automatically change it takes a while to change habits that we've had because it's because we're we're here going through going through our lives hearing the promise of not worrying because god has our back not to worry because he's always been providing for us mm-hmm. but we've 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 built ourselves under a habit of worrying mm-hmm. when god says don't be anxious for anything we've built upon our entire life a a a, a habitual practice of worrying about everything so it'll take a while to develop out of it. Um yeah. but that's why the word is there for us to be reminded that no the goal is to not worry. But we're still worrying. The goal is to not yeah. It's like it's like working out. The goal is to get to a certain place but like every now and then like if we don't work out or if we don't um if we don't practice or I mean like we could say working out if you don't relate to working out as an instrumentalist as a musician. Like um even for me like playing playing drums i know how to play drums but if i haven't played for years the muscle memory is not there the um, like my brain remembers how to play but my muscles forget sometimes it's the same with our christian yeah. life it's yeah. like you know sometimes man like if if we haven't had this this process or this this habit of not worrying then um like if times are good and we stop working that out when like the first bill comes we're just like oh my gosh like do i have enough money to pay it this time man like those calluses start to hurt because like they're not there anymore yeah yeah those fingers start to hurt because it's like oh man we haven't been playing that we haven't been playing that tune in a while or those muscles start to be like oh man i used to be able to lift 30s i used to be able to lift 50s i used to be able to to um to lift my uh, my my cell phone bill but mm, it's just this week it's just like i've been i've been so accustomed to uh to uh to skipping the to skipping the the church gym and not having to worry about it because my paycheck was always there but oh man when that little hiccup happened or when that big other bill happened ooh now now when there's a little more pain in the offering again you know it's it's all mus- it's all the it's all the muscle memory. That's I mean that's that's a whole idea of of development um within your quote unquote Christian walk. It's the idea that it's 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 a development cycle. It's not a um I don't know why we think that. I don't know why we think like like we can and the and the word can 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 be incredibly transformative. But sometimes we forget the the process of transformation is is the idea of working out i mean bible says work out your own salvation fear and trembling it knows that sometimes you you need time to develop the muscle memory to stop worrying to stop being anxious to be strong and courageous like we need we need that develop we need to develop those muscles i mean god developed the muscles of joshua and caleb for 40 years so that when they got into they got into the promised land when god says okay be strong and courageous i mean Joshua and Caleb were strong and courageous getting into the promised land. But it's because they've been working out for 40 years. The strength and courage that was needed to be able to conquer the lands for for Israel. Like how how much so for us that like why don't we take the time? Why don't we remember to yeah. take the time? And why don't we remember that sometimes it takes time? Yeah, I know. I agree. And I don't think I don't think we'll ever shake off worrying. 
I don't know if that's a hot take or not. I think as humans, you know, as long as we're living the human lives, I think we're always going to be subject to that force we deal with in the world. I'm going to say it this way. So, um, I think I mentioned it before, but um, I listened to this these talks that um, that um, Bishop T.D. Jakes has with Pastor Stephen Furtick. Whenever he releases a new book, they have yeah. this talk. There was a thing that he said in, in another talk where... Um, he basically says um, the reward for completing your last battle is your next battle. <laughs> it's kind of like you're you're climbing up this mountain and you get get you get up to the peak. You get up to the peak and you find out there's you <laughs> all these other peaks yeah, that you need to climb. It's just like I I think you're right in that I don't think we'll ever get past the worry. I think the worries can change. Like what's that old like. Um. Uh. No, nah, I don't want to use that adage. I'm just gonna say it's like, um, the more the more we grow in our faith, the more the more like the cha- like our life is literally like this. This is what I've really figured out. This might be a hot take. I haven't had a hot take in a minute. Sure. You know our 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 lives. If you really pay attention, if you really pay attention, and you're really like it, it, you're really kind of like on that man you're in that sweet spot where you really do feel like everything that you're doing you're just like i'm just really trying to figure out the like just every every beat to beat being on like being one with what god wants me to do with my life and really being on that journey 100 percent. like when you're in that rhythm man does life feel like an rpg sometimes It really feels like an RPG. I literally feel like I'm leveling up skills, intelligence, like vigor, vitality, endurance. Like I feel like I'm I'm doing that, but on a spiritual level. Yeah. So the things that like yeah, so the things like and I I I tend to like I I see it this way in terms of like going back into like the things that we're talking about about peace. It's just like the more and more stuff I find like more rocky in my life. I I I look back though. It's just like. You know, I was worried about a lot lesser stuff back then than I am now. I'm worried about bigger stuff now. But, like, if I was worried about this last year or two years before, man, like, I would have, like, total team wiped. <laughs> I would have been, like, one turn kill for real, like, like two, three years ago. But now, you know, now, like, you know, like, I can survive a little bit. I'm going to have to take a couple heal potions. Like, you know, I, I like, you know, stuff like that. I'm going to have to cast oh, shield that. a little bit, but I can get through the fight now. Yeah. Whereas before, whereas before, like it was my full, full gear. I didn't have the spells. I didn't have the mana. I didn't have the HP to even get through this fight. Now I can get through the fight. Like I'll get be a little grizzled. I'm going to have yeah. to find a save point and like pitch a tent so I can get restored, but I can get through the fight now. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Yeah, and I think it's great that you that you you make an analogy out of RPGs because if you notice, like the challenge progresses as you keep going as well. Yeah, the monsters and it doesn't become easy. It doesn't become easy just because you level up skills. It actually prepares you for the next boss and yeah. the next chapter. You know. Yeah, it prepares you for the next level. Um, but yeah. then like and but then we get surprised or just like how come it hasn't gotten easier it's like it actually has 
like actually it has gotten easier but you're just in a different you're, you're in a different oh man that preaches right there you're in a different you're on a different level now yeah you know like you yeah. were in you're in like you're you're in like level one to level 10 areas before like go back to that area with like your equipment yeah, now easier, yeah. and then you'll be wiping monsters left and right you'll be talking to other people in that area it's like how come it's so hard it's like it's so hard i was you'd like one shot you'd be one shot i'm one shotting like these wolves right now man <laughs> like be like, yeah, you'd be just staring at them and just dissolve into nothing. Exactly. <laughs> that type of thing. It's like, no, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Talking Elephants Podcast on Spotify and hit the like button. It really helps us out. For those who want to offer additional support for Talking Elephants Podcast, you can do so through our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Talking Elephants Podcast to find a variety of reward tiers, such as bonus episodes, monthly shoutouts, and personalized Q&As with the hosts. Thanks again, Packy Nerds. The, the reason I bring up like that whole worrying, I think will never will never evade worrying is because I've I've remembered some pastors in the past um going to the extreme route and saying that worrying is a sin. And how do you feel about that? To worry is a sin? Yeah. I'll even say this. I'll even say this. Doubt. Doubt is a sin. And I'm saying this because I don't agree. I'll say it this way. Worry is a sin. Um... If you act upon it. Okay. The same way temptation is not a sin. Temptation is not a sin. Temptation just shows you what you can do. Yes, worry. what you do. Yeah. Worry is the. Yeah. Worry is the temptation. Um, worry and doubt is, are the temptations of faith. Mm -hmm. They show you what you could do. But they only become sins if you act upon those things. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, if I no, if I doubt sense. that God's with me, and He's gonna be with me, then then me not moving forward in what God has called me to to follow my doubt instead of following my faith, the action becomes sin. Sin is never the thought. Like, if that makes sense, yeah. worry is worry. All worry is is thoughts. That's what worry is. But when you get to the point where you become inactive, which is an which is an action in itself, when you become so inactive that you don't do anything, which is an action, that action becomes the sinful nature. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. So no, I don't I don't I don't see it as as um I don't see it as a sin. To worry, everyone worries. The whole yeah. idea, again, the whole idea of worry is to get to the point where where you are conflicting, you are having a battle between worry and faith. Yeah, that's the idea. So, and I, I might even say this hot take: I might be the only Christian you'll ever meet that actually welcomes doubt. It's not a hot. Well, it shouldn't be a hot take. I know what you mean, though. I'm not I, afraid of it. I welcome doubts also. Yeah. You know, like, because doubts, because the idea of doubts, um, come the, um, come the invitation, come, come the invitation to answers. Mm-hmm. 
Let's let let I mean let, I mean you wouldn't take it to extreme. There was Thomas, where he doubted that Christ resurrected. Yeah, he would not have had an experience with Christ. Was that a sin? People will say it's like, well, well, like Thomas was never supposed to doubt. No, I think he was supposed no. to. I think he was saying what everyone else was saying, what we say, even reading the passage. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, it's like after after Christ resurrected, all all the disciples saw Christ, but Thomas was like, you know. Like address the elephant in the room. Yeah, well, like all the all, all the apostles were just like, "Hey, we're gonna eat in," and then Thomas did a boba run, and that and that's when Christ showed up. So when he came back with his strawberry banana, um, he's just like, "Well, what happened?" It's like, "Oh, we saw Christ." He's like, "What? Nah, like, nah, you didn't see Christ." And everyone's like, "Bet," and he's just like, "Yeah, I'm a bet. I'm a bet. I'm a bet." If you don't, you come here with with them. With them holes in his hand and his feet. Pictures. And he was like, like, pictures are it ain't real. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, pick or it didn't happen. And then Christ is like, oh, I'm going to do better than that. Like, it's like, get your camera ready. And then he, co- he comes and shows up. I think, but but that's, I, I don't see that as, as, as wrong. In fact, I, in fact, if you read the passage, he doesn't necessarily rebuke Thomas. He says like, look. I'm inviting you to believe. Put your finger in the put your finger in my hand, on my feet and on my side. Yeah. Believe and don't doubt. You had doubt, but now don't doubt because now you put your finger like where like you're touching me, so you know I'm alive now. This is me. Mm-hmm. He does say that if you can believe, if you can have faith without seeing, you're blessed. But he doesn't. But he doesn't discourage Thomas. He invites Thomas to be like, "Look, you had questions here. Put your finger here." I think we need to have more. Like we do need to have more actions like that. There's some things that I don't want to say that we shouldn't. We shouldn't always like jump into the idea of faith, of of going and 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 walking in in the idea that 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 our walking is creating the substance of the things that we don't see and the evidence of things yet to come, which is what faith is. It's, it, it is the substance of what the future events hold because in eternity has already happened. And in the evidence of things yet to come, it is the evidentiary support. Faith is the evidentiary support of the things that are going to happen that we just haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Great. If you can do that, that's great. But it's also like, but it's also like, there's an open door that if you have doubts, let's answer the questions of doubt. What questions do you have? Um, mm-hmm. I'm reminded of this. I, I had a conversation just the other day with um, with with someone I um that's 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 very dear, Mama B. Um, uh, I'm gonna shout her out. I'm just gonna call her Mama B. Everyone in the community knows who she is. I'm not gonna actually like say who she is, but I had a conversation with Mama B, who had ha- who has had. And raised a family under um, uh, under uh, under Catholicism, Filipino mother, and she's raised her family under under the Catholic religion and faith, and you know, and in talking to her, one of the things that she she said is like she she had left the faith because whenever she'd have questions, no one would answer them, mm. and um, for me, I felt. I felt so called to to just stay 
um, and answer any questions she had. So she started a- asking questions about like, what about this? What about that? And I was like, oh, well, that's what this is. And that's what that is. Oh, Catholics believe this. Protestants like myself believe this. And I, 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 I talked to her for over an hour, just answering questions. Mm-hmm. And then there was, there was a realization that she had at the end. It's like, see, I had all these questions and no one was here to answer. It's like, yeah, that's why I'm here because I want to answer the questions. And it was my it was my whole heart to be like I, that's that's why that's why I'm in the game. That's why I even told her I was like, this is why I'm in the game. This is why I want to go back to school. This is why I'm in the community. Because if people are like have all these critiques about about Christ and about the church, um, and one of the biggest critiques is that no one wants to answer those questions. No one wants to. No one wants to address the elephants in the room. I want to squash that. I want to be like, no, I'm here. Yeah ask no, me I'm, I'm i'm for it too yeah it's like ask yeah. me i will answer the questions and if i don't know the answer i will also have the braver saying i don't know i don't know i can give as much as i know but there are things that i don't and i will never know we'll i will try together. yeah we'll find out together but there are some things that i won't know at least not off the top of my head and there were some things that it that that because of the sovereignty and the omnipotence of, and the omniscience of christ i will never know just 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 on the fact that God is God and I am not, there will always be things that I will never know. And I'm fine with that. But if there's things that can be known, that can be answered, I want to be a part of it. And I I feel like that's I feel like that's a lot of like what we're what we've been talking about with the oh, ideas yeah. of doubts or and about, worry. Yeah. And it's yeah, the idea it's the idea of not just not just answering the questions of doubt and worry. But also sticking sticking with a person in the journey when we don't even know the answers. Well, I don't like there'll be like doubts and worries or like you know like moms or moms or dads be like I don't know what's gonna happen to my kid in terms of their growth in terms of their spirituality in terms of like what they're gonna get in school and what kind of what kind of like things that they're gonna learn from school that might in their mind like corrupt their kid. It's like well I'm willing to stay in the journey with them and to help them find the truth in Christ. And right. the love of Christ in the journey. I think that that's that's what really helped with um with with my experience in in youth ministry was a lot of times the youth and can said like this is not a hot take, but this is just like I hope like those who are in ministry just know that the longer you're in ministry, you're gonna you're gonna see. Don't get discouraged, but it's gonna happen. You're going to see a lot of people go to church five, six years. They could be super active. They could be leaders. Um, some of them just going to stop going to church. They won't tell you why. Yeah, they won't tell you why they're going and they'll just stop I'm an going. Example. I'm an example. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, like I've been, I've, I've been, I've been in the trenches long enough to see people like super passionate about christ part of the worship team like all this other stuff and just like just takes one cute boy and then they're gone (laughs) or like it just takes or like you know like it's all this stuff they're they're super active and then they're maybe even like taught maybe some of the the friday night bible studies and man it just takes that one nice career at that one nice college and i just never like we just never really see them or hear from them again and and you find out later that when you do hear from them they're not going to church they're not active like it'll happen it's gonna happen but it's just being there 
and mm-hmm. being with them on the journey and knowing that the journey is not over. Like you said, you. Yeah. Yeah. Two things. Two points. First, I think Doubting Thomas would be the perfect poster boy for talking elephants. Because <laughs> <laughs> he brought he 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 brought up that elephant in the room about doubt. But second thing is the reason I bring this up. Interestingly enough, is uh, I asked on Twitter like what what people would want to talk about like on the podcast. Yeah, and I'm gonna just read one. Really good. And I'm gonna shout him out because he does listen to the podcast. But it's from my my buddy Juan. Hey, what's up, Juan? Yeah, and his tweet was: Has your faith ever been to the point of you almost stopping it altogether? And how did you recuperate from that low point? And I, I love these questions, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love that I hear them, and I am saddened that not a lot of Christians talk about this. Mm. Watch. Can I be um? I'll be real. I'll be real. Mm. Um, who says it hasn't recouped? Huh? Who says it? Uh, I'll say it for me. Who says it has recouped? I have. There's doubts. I, I've had. Yeah. I've had serious doubts lately. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to go back. I want to go back into seminary, and I want to. I want to study the Word of God for real. Like, I want to have a master's degree by it. And I still have real doubts about like, oh my gosh, am I still, is this still the right thing to do? I get you. And I'm I'm not, I'm not saying that like, to be like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, you're a Christian podcast. Of course you have to be like, you know, like you have to be very like, quote unquote, real with people. It's like, no, nah, man, like I really do we have doubts. Real. We are real. <laughs> yeah. But like, but it's like real, real for the sake of like being like, like, like Hollywood real. It's like uh, I still have doubts, just like you. Like it's freaking like I'm trying to like, su- like do the whole super ultra relate to the people. It's like I'm just like you. I have doubts, just like you. It's like no, I have doubts. Like man, I have, I have, I have three de- at least three to four decades of 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 Christian faith and being in the ministry, and if and 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 being hurt by the ministry. So if anyone was was to leave the faith, like man, it would be me. I've been yeah. hurt by the church. I've been hurt by the church. It's it's not like they were trying to hurt me, but I've been hurt. So like, everyone's going to like everyone's going to be like, yeah, like I leave, like yeah, I I have reason to I, I have reason to do so. But yeah. I mean, I stay in I stay in the game because of the journey. Mm-hmm. Because it's like for me, it's just like it's not all like it's not all done yet, and the more. More often than uh the 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 more times that I, I I hold on to I hold on to 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 the faith that I've had, the more God shows up, and it's hard for me to 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 see Him like it's it's hard for me to to live a life um without that because He showed up way too many times. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? What was I gonna say? I lost my train of thought. Oh no, that was good too. No, it's fine. Um, it's it's okay to have like, yeah. You know what it is like? Okay, I was gonna say this as well too before you made that quote, but I think it's more poignant now. Uh, I like how um because I I heard I heard this lesson from uh, from Elevation Church about Thomas, um, and you know how we call him Doubting Thomas. I like how they renamed him. 
So in the lesson, they call him Honest Thomas. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I like I like it. I like the I like how just like let's rename this guy because like we always call him the guy that doubted. It's like he's not being he's not necessarily doubting. He did, but he's also he's being honest. honest. Yeah, he's, he's just being real. honest. And like we, we we see that story wrong. We see that story just like we're looking at at the idea that like like oh like he did wrong by ever doubting Christ, but everyone was doubting Christ. Everyone doubted Christ. Peter doubted Christ when, they, like, they opened up the tomb. They thought they stole the body. That's a doubt. Mm-hmm. Like all the all all the all the all the would be apostles later on, um, like before all this stuff happened, they were hiding. They were hiding in an upper room because they didn't want to be caught by like by 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 the temple or 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 Rome. Yeah, the- because like yeah. now they're just like they're they aided and abetted a criminal who got who got nailed on a cross. So just like they were hiding because they doubted that that God had a plan. Yeah. So like he wasn't like Thomas was not the only doubter. He just wasn't there. Like he he did a he did a boba run when everyone else stayed inside. Like that's not his fault. Like yeah. he just became he just became a um like like he he just became an example of what everyone else was feeling before they saw Christ. Like they didn't know, yeah, and it was okay. He was just being honest with himself. Like, and exactly. I think that that's fine to be honest with where you are in your faith. So, like, the question asked is like, well, how how do you get how do you get past it? How do you get past like those doubts that kind of lead you to unbelief? Be honest with your doubts. Don't be anxious for anything, see, but in well, prayer well, here, and petition. See, well, here's a hot take. I think. A lot of churches have stopped welcoming honesty with the congregation because when they're met with questions like these from the congregations, like, why is this happening to me? Like, why is everything just, like, falling apart right now? The only response that elders and people in the higher-ups can say are, like, Mm -hmm. you should statements. Well, you should be doing this more. We've... You should be doing this less more. You mm-hmm. know, like stuff like that. Instead of just being, instead of just empathizing with them first and foremost, and just listening. Yeah. And just like, you know, that I'm here for you mentality. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of that story in Job. You know, and Job is a good example. This guy lost everything in his story. Mm-hmm. This guy, you know, the the devil took everything from him, his family, his property, his wealth. So he had all the right to start questioning, you know? Yeah. And he did. And he did. And what did his friends what did his friends like console him with? And 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 you can like feel free to like correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't they just nagging him to do better? Yeah, they all had doubts. They they all had their just like maybe you did something wrong. Maybe you did this. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe you should be doing this you. more. Maybe you did maybe that. Yeah. And yeah, then at the very at the very end of the book, God's like, these guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, like that's how the book ends. Yeah. These yeah. guys are like, you guys gotta shut up. Like, you know why I did it? Because I'm God and I could do it. Literally, that's what God says. Yeah. It's like, you know why I did it? Because I'm God. I could do whatever even I want. And even Job said that, yeah. Yeah, even Job's is like, he could do whatever I want. But I know my Redeemer lives. 
and like if if like if if there was anything that that was that was wrong then might redeem or will make it right not knowing that the person that like the person that allowed him to lose everything was the person that was also going to redeem him from everything yeah and in the end he got everything restored mm-hmm twice what was it double for the trouble as like peaches would say yeah twofold yeah you got double for the trouble (laughs) (laughs) like the yeah yeah, yeah. those dumb preacher sayings um but like but 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 to go in oh yeah this is this is the whole this is my not hot take but like I'm, i'm gonna make a saying i think in the church we have we have um we have let go of honesty Yep. In the place of propriety. Yep. We have let go of people being honest about their Christian, like the Christian walk and like the journey that they're taking and the fact that like, you know, I'm not there yet in the place of like making them look proper. Mm-hmm. But then it, yeah, but the thing is like it, it, it creates kind of a fake it till you make it lifestyle that that's why a lot of people leave the church. Yep. Like if people are just like, look, Look, I, I love God and I believe God and I really believe like he's like he's he's changed my life, but I do still struggle with alcohol or I still struggle with smoking. Whatever your thing is, if it's just a little if it's just a vice, I'm just using those things as examples. Mm-hmm. But we've gotten to the point where just like you need to stop. I'm not saying that like if you have a struggle that you want to stop, that stopping is bad. Stopping is good. But sometimes stopping is is the big issue because you, because it's hard for you to stop. Um, the honesty of be of saying that it's hard for you to stop is important, but we've replaced it with the propriety of you just need to stop. But we ignored the fact that the journey hasn't taken place yet. That's like, we, like we, we allow people like we allow people all the time to like, like things like going to like rehab and medication like like even if you're like physically sick you stay in the hospital until you're better why is it not like that with the church like stay in the church until you're better yeah i mean stay in the church always like in the sense that like stay in the body but like why don't we have that mentality of just like sometimes you need like you need to be in the church you need that iv drip of of the word because sometimes you are hurt and you haven't healed up yet, but then we have this whole idea of propriety with 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 the church sometimes, where we want them to look we want them to look pretty, but in but but it's just painting the outside when the inside is still struggling. Yeah, and we're so we're so used to that. We like we like the the church did it. The, see, like the church back in the day, like back in the 70s and 80s, like back in that day with like the whole Jesus people movement, like people would, people would be open to the struggles that they'd have to the point where they'd like, like do things like leave drugs and weapons like on the, like on the altar because it was their, it was their, um, it was their way of being honest with the struggles that they were having. And we would ask people, we would we would tell people to turn away from those things and and seek God, but we would be there with them. But somewhere in the middle, like between the eighties and nineties, it became the whole like 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 people who who loved God kind of lost trust within the church, so they wouldn't tell them what their struggles were. So when the struggles came out, it wasn't 
it wasn't the idea of honesty and helping them through. Now it was a sense of propriety. You're not a right Christian. You need to stop doing that stuff. And then people are just like, but I can't. It's hard. Instead, instead, we we we'd face them with the whole like, oh, but you need to stop. Like, you need to stop smoking because that's bad. Instead of asking, why do you smoke? Like, what's what's leading you to this this struggle that you're admitting that you can't stop? Why are you why are you doing these drugs when in your admission that you can't you can't stop the drugs? Instead, we're just like, you know, that's a bad Christian if you do drugs. I'm like, okay, look. We we've we've already established that. Even even the person struggling with it knows that it's bad. But we never we, we, we fail to connect in the journey and all we and all we think about is the propriety. Oh, it's not proper. And then now they they walk away from the church because they don't see the help that they need from the people judging them from uh, judging them from their leg in the journey when really all they need is help. Is empathy, yeah, companionship, and fellowship. companionship, fellowship, which is what which is what Jesus was all about back when he was here on earth. Mm-hmm. Look at his close friends, tax collectors, prostitutes, mm-hmm. all that. Where where's the church in all this? You know, like yeah. the modern day church. I always What's found their take on that. I always, I always found that funny too. That this is like would would Christ would go like he wouldn't tell like he wouldn't always sometimes he would but he wouldn't always tell people to lay down like their stuff and follow him necessarily but the more that he taught the more people was like i want that and they would lay it down tax collectors and and all the other in, improper people within society would do it automatically and follow him because he knew they knew that it was the right way it was the people who who want who were more close to propriety like like some not all of the Pharisees and Sadducees that would live double lives saying it's like, no, we're proper. We're, we're the godly people. And then that's where people are like, no, you're white sepulchers. Like you're filled with dead men's bones. At least these people, at least they're like man enough to come up and say, this is my struggle. I'm a tax collector. I steal from the people. I I'm willing to admit that, but you're not even willing to admit all the dumb stuff that you do. Um, you do in private. You just want to be proper. But how? But but look how the church has become that sometimes. How we're so we're we're so we're, we're so looking forward to the propriety of of looking Christian, but not having the honesty of being one. I, I that that's the thing that I tease my friends about all the time, especially like during like the last few years when we've been going and struggling through our Christian faith. Like like it's it it's kind of become a running joke. Like well, some of my friends would be like, you know, I'm still struggling with this. I'm still struggling with like like sexual immorality or i'm still struggling with with addiction and then we just have a like it's a little joke that we say it's like so you're saying you're a christian <laughs> like that's the way we'd end the whole thing because it's like i don't know what else to do and all we just like so you're saying you're a christian so you're saying you're human and it like it would it would it would, it would beat us out of this whole christian propriety thing of just like like yeah of course you're not perfect none of us are perfect yeah. And you're saying you're still struggling with that? Well, yeah. So you're saying you're human? So you're saying you're you're a sinner saved by grace? <laughs> That's yeah, what you're yeah. saying? And it, it would knock ourselves out of it. I'm like, oh, dude, you're right. You're right. I do struggle with it. But then I also know that there's a God that's saving me from it. That, yeah, even though I struggle, even though I have doubts and come, going back full circle, I have doubts, I have worries, I have anxieties. But that's what makes us Christian. 
to know that as you're having these struggles, mm -hmm. to know that the Bible says that you don't need to be burdened with these struggles anymore. And we we look at them as commandments, but they're also promises. So when God says don't worry, it's not it's not it's not just a commandment. It's a promise. It's like you didn't you didn't know that there's another life other than like other than worry? You didn't know that there was another life other like another life that where you don't need to worry? I'm telling you right now, it's not just a command, it's it's a promise. Don't worry. I'm giving you permission not to worry. I'm giving you permission not to be anxious. It's a promise. Yeah. But it's a promise that a lot of times, yeah, we do have to develop because we're human. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people end up putting their church clothes on and when they take it off, the scars are still there. Mm -hmm. And when you take those church clothes off, you know, that the scars are still going to be there. Yeah. You know, and it, it, those scars won't won't get mended by putting on those those church clothes. I think and that's why you go to church. I think I mean, in, in using that metaphor, scars are healthy. Yeah. How is it? Um, what do you call it? Um, um, what do you call, like the um, the uh the, the punk kung, kung, kung fu panda too? He's talking to like the peacock guy. He's just like you know, scars like you know. He, he, yeah, he's talking about the the idea of like letting go of like the wounds of the past, mm -hmm. and he's he's just like you know like it's like you know you have a wound and you just like like and he's just like no you wounded me it's like well then that's the thing like like so like the peacock says like you wounded me, and then and then um and then Poe the panda says well that's the thing, wounds heal. <laughs> <laughs> It's like yeah, yeah, and, and then the was like helps. they don't heal, and I was like, wait, no, they do. No, is it scars? No scar, no, like they heal. And then he's just like, like, and he's like, he's trying to tell like the guy who's always been hurt. It's like, no, you don't have to be hurt the entire time, but there is a healing process. Yeah, and, and how I, are they gonna get healed if you don't show them? Yeah, yeah. how are you get yeah. how are you gonna get healed? It's it's the whole like twelve step movement. The first step in twelve step movement oh, movement yeah, is yeah. to is acceptance. to accept that you have a problem. Acceptance. Yeah. Hi, my name is so and so, and I struggle with so and so. Mm -hmm. Yep, been there. Yeah, been there. How is it that you know, like you know, like the church isn't as welcoming as this? You know, I feel like we've lost that 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 mentality. Mm -hmm that welcoming mentality that we so desperately need in this generation. Yeah. No, I get that. I think like the church has forgotten how to be, the church has forgotten how to be a place of healing. Compassionate too. Yeah. It's, it's become a place like it in, in many ways, not in every church, but in many ways, the church has become a place of, it's become a place of peacocking. Like you're really just, you're showing off. You're look how Christian I am. Look how, but it has to become a place of healing. Look how yeah. hurt I am. Look how broken I am. Yeah. Look how I need God so much that I have to come here every week to remind myself how much I need God. That's why I go to church. Yeah. I don't go to church. So like, I, I hope I don't go to church. Maybe sometimes I do and I'm guilty of it. So I'll admit that. But like, I don't go to church because like, I'm like this super Christian. That's so the only super Christian out there is Christ. Like, 
we're only, he's the only super yeah. Christian, yeah yeah he's the only super christian there's no super christian the, out there we all the struggle christian. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he puts yeah. the christ in christian yeah. yeah um no but like for us it's just like that's why i go to church it's because I don't know. I don't know all the answers. I struggle every day. I struggle now. I struggle the moment I leave church, but I remember the things that I learned from church, and it gets me through, and it makes me better, and makes me stronger. And just like that RPG, man, all I'm trying to do is just like you know, I'm just trying to learn. I'm just trying to learn Ultima. Like that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to level up my Atma weapon. <laughs> let's go man i'm and just I, trying to yeah and i appreciate that 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 our pastor actually sends texts every day yeah <laughs> sends texts every day and will sometimes call you and ask you when you're free so he can buy you dinner or something yeah buy a dinner buy you lunch and just talk ask you. that's what it's about that's what i'm about that's what i'm still sticking around because i appreciate that mm-hmm. you, know, you you know that i'm not some super Christian who goes to church just to get more super Christianized. Yeah. I'm there because I'm trying to like realign myself. I'm there. I'm there for the same reasons. And also maybe to find some nice Boba girl. <laughs> um, but like, it's another thing I, I need you. to be. Yeah. But, but like, that's, I think that that's the idea of what, of what church is really supposed to be about. It needs yeah. to be a place that you're welcome to have problems and concerns and questions. Yes. It needs to be that or else why have church? Just a yes. peacock? Like if you want a peacock your 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 church Christianity then just get an Instagram. <laughs> Literally just get an Instagram and get a TikTok. You don't need to go to church. Like be a perfect Christian on freaking TikTok. Hashtag #blessed whatever. Uh, we'll see you again like a couple of months later. <laughs> yeah, a couple of months later when that doesn't work out and all your followers disappeared, then come back to church. Yeah. And then you can ask God why your TikTok failed or whatever, like why you got banned on Instagram. I don't know. Like, and we'll we'll talk about it and pray about it. That's what church is about. Yeah. But to to answer my friend, my 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 bro Juan has my has has my faith, I guess, like ever been to the point of stopping altogether. I've never been to that point. I've never gone to that super, you know, hardcore, everything's falling apart. It has felt like that sometimes, especially after breakups. And, you know, when I'm five, five cans of beer in the night or something, and I'm like, and I've smoked a pack a day. And this is way back then, back in my last week. Darker. <laughs> okay. Way back last week. No, no, no. Now, this is way back, back it's in like, my. It was I, way I, back I, at 10, 10 p.m. tonight. <laughs> I like to call them the dark years. Sure. The dark ages. Sure, sure, sure. No, I've been at that point where I'm lying on the carpet floor in the living room, three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. Can't sleep because, you know, everything's just feels bad inside and out. You know, and I've been at that point where I'm questioning, like, are you there? Mm-hmm. You know, hello? Anybody in there? It came to that point where I was yelling. You know, it came to that. I was super down to the point that I was yelling and even adding, you know, like cuss words in it, in them. Yeah. But it was that, it was just at that point of honesty that, that I felt like something was still holding me, holding me up. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And even in my weakness and even in my humanity, especially in my humanity, those are the moments where I find God most. You know, so I guess that's that's how I that's how I quote unquote recuperated from that low point, but I can't really say like I've recuperated a hundred percent. I'm just you know, I guess like I'll always be um just trying to pull myself together and relying on God and faith that it'll get me through the day, you know? Mm-hmm. It's always been at that point. And and because of moments like that is when I when I become more welcome to the questions, when I become more welcome to to doubting. Because they've only made me stronger. You know? Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of this this Game of Thrones quote where um the young younger son Bran is talking to his dad uh Ed Stark and and he asks his dad how can a man be brave when he's afraid and his father says um that's the only time when a man can be brave so yeah you writing a novel or something oh no nothing like that <laughs> no, I'm just listening. No. I'm I think I think we should be more welcome to questions like these and scenarios like these where our faith is put at the test. Because we can all bind together with companionship and fellowship to get each other through. No, oh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, at the end of the day, it's just like it's 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 taking the journey together. I think that that's one of the reasons why church is so important in that sense too, that we just get to the point where we need we need reminders from um from other people, from a group, from a community. Yep. And I think it's a good note to end there. Cool. Alrighty, y'all. This has been Talking Elephants. My name is Juds. I'm KP. And I'm here for you. I'm here for your questions. It's okay to doubt. It's okay to not be okay. We're here for you. Yeah. Well, that that being said, have a good week, y'all. Later, peace. Peace.